Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cuties, I'm Miles Sexton, a content creator, activist, and loud and proud disruptor of the norm. On Our Private Bits, we talk about the things and people that don't get talked about enough or at all. Trust me, as a sober, HIV-positive, non-binary person, I would know. Join me as I chat with people in my life and from around the world whose stories deserve to be heard. Maybe you'll learn something new and you will definitely LOL. Our Private Bits is also part of the ACAST Creator Network. All right, cuties. Today on Our Private Bits, we have Kyle Pretzlaff joining us. Kyle is a body positivity content creator who serves all of these gorgeous streetwear and accessible fashion looks on TikTok and Instagram, while also challenging the male beauty standards. Want to say hi, Kyle? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Sorry, I rewrote your bio a little I was bit. Like, <laughs> you, you, I was like, you made it stunning. I was oh, like, thanks. here's this garbage can of an intro, and you no, made it great. No, I was like, I need to, I need to add the the our private bits Please flair. Do. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I knew you would. I left room to edit. I always use the bio. It's just like also to help me like try to like gear other questions or like learn something new about someone, but I don't know. That's it's why I usually line. ask for it. So. It's a guideline. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so excited that you are joining me today. I yeah. feel like we've sort of like weaved in and out of each other's lives, I guess, like over the years, you know, and you you've known me from my other life and cosmetics, which yeah. is like so interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited to just like also to get to know you, I think, on a, another level today that we haven't really mm-hmm. had the opportunity to chat. But so thanks for joining me. Of course. Yeah, it's been a weird almost 10 years, I want to say that we've like literally been in and out. Because what was the first time I guess like we would have gotten connected do you remember like the first like, time yeah like i'm gonna throw out a random date i don't think i'm correct probably like 2016 2015 okay. kvd event west Edmonton mall yeah like oh that's God. the timeline yeah i don't know if that's like the right year that's ballpark right. but like because what were you doing at <laughs> that sephora at that time that I just started as one of the like assistant manager right, right. spots and that oh was like God. probably week one for me bananas yeah yeah wild um, how we've blossomed since <laughs> yeah the gentle alberta beginning you know i feel like there's something about retail that just like you know it teaches you a lot of things oh yeah, yeah. you know and like i i feel like i couldn't do what i do now without that sort of like experience that i went through i don't know if you feel the no same. i feel absolutely the same way and like both like as a person i think retail like defined me incredibly like that mm-hmm. was i was a like a retail, like junior high workers. So like yes. people either went retail or they went to like restaurants. Totally. I did retail. Um, and I feel like fundamentally developed like who I am. But now in the industry too, like working in fashion or working things, mm-hmm. like I'm all about the retail calendar. Like Q4's coming. I'm like, here's this. Here's where brands yes. have budget. Here's where this, like totally. it's helped me really line up in a weird way that is, I don't think I'd be successful if I didn't. Absolutely. I feel like it's like going to business school in many ways, right? I would like to thank Old Navy in 2011 for starting my (laughs) career is what we're really... (laughs) Okay, Old Navy, lock in a partnership. Let's go. Shout out, Old Navy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you think, though, that like 
in working in retail, like and being around so much fashion and, and like, you know, working in the beauty space, did that like at all like inspire you to like want to get into what you do and what you share on social media? I would like now in a really roundabout way, I mm-hmm. could connect the dots and yeah. somehow be like, oh, that's where it happened. I It didn't really go that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I first started to way back when and is doing um, like special effects makeup in TV was my like yes. initial start. So I was not in like the fashion space, non like beauty space. I knew like eyeshadow functionally, but yeah. I didn't know how to like do it at the time. Yeah. It was a whole that different world, <laughs> whole different world. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of like worked backwards from there. So I think now I've kind of connected those dots on like how it inspired me. But like the person who started in makeup was definitely not inspiring <laughs> wasn't a fashion girly at the time no no. <laughs> no it was a whole different whole different life for sure okay okay yeah, yeah. that's interesting i'll pull up some photos later and you'll but, be like yeah. got it <laughs> hey trust me yeah. <laughs> i have yeah. many uh, many eras when i look yeah. back on my my facebook that loves to remind me and i'm like oh, oh my god <laughs> yeah, yeah i would have been closer to like workshop construction worker energy which like okay well, yeah, like, we're, we're, never mind. I take it all back. Yeah. Hey, it's like <laughs> it's reimagined. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> a little bit more queer. Yeah, yeah, but started it. in a different place. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I guess like back, like back on your sort of journey of like mm-hmm. I guess getting to the person that you are now. Like, yeah, did you feel there was like a lack of representation, like within fashion, within beauty, like you know, like yeah. what what inspired you to like put yourself out there in yeah. this way? Um. It that is really what started this whole journey. Um, but it wasn't really my like goal. I wasn't super into fashion. I wasn't super into beauty. I wasn't super mm-hmm. I also wasn't super marginalized back in the time too. Like I was very skinny. I was small. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't into fashion. So I could have been more into fashion easier yes. back then. Um and it was during the pandemic when I just like gained weight, my body changed. Mm-hmm. We're getting into like our mid twenties and like my body went from one thing to another thing just like very quickly. And yes. I was like, I need to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> so it was with that that I was like, oh, there's no options. Like I took for granted the going to like walk into an H&M, finding something that was mm-hmm. okay yes. for maybe 30 bucks. And now that's not like an option. And like, I'm not that big totally. of a person, which is a really like, you know, big highlight of the issue of like, if I can't do it, what are so many other people doing? Because um, what is, like, what would you say are, like, your general sizes? Just yeah, so people, like, can of understand. Um, it's kind of a mix. And, again, I think things are shifting so fast that sizing is a little wonkadoodle currently. Yeah, totally. But, like, 2XL is kind of my standard, like, top and, like, bottom size when we're talking, like, sweatpants, things like that. Mm-hmm. Waist is about, like, a 44. But mm-hmm. then I tried on a ton of 44s and I was, like, I need, like, a 48. So, okay. like, I don't know. But yeah. that doesn't measure necessarily, like, to what the measuring tape is saying. So somewhere around like, yeah, 44 to XL totally. clothing, which is, yeah, again, ballpark, which is, and like for so many brands, 2XL is accessible, but then they stop there. Mm-hmm. So I'm either on like the small size of like, I'm putting it on this thing that's supposed to be a 2XL and it's not, um, or they just don't make my size. Like it's just not available. So yeah, most stores kind of cut off at like, a 42 pant um sometimes they range up to a 44 maybe if i'm lucky like in stores um and then 2xl is kind of the top of the size range so i can wear a lot of 
excuse me, I can wear a lot of tops and stuff pretty easily, but also like oversized is cute now, which is just yeah. kind of like not an option for me because so many brands just, they don't keep going. Totally. So it was from there that while I was just teaching myself how to get dressed and I'm like, I need to figure this out. I'm sure someone else needs to figure mm-hmm. it out. So I just recorded it and that's really what took it off. So it was fully a selfish endeavor that then has helped other people. So like I'm stoked, but yeah, it was just learning my own body and trying to find anything to wear. <laughs> but I think it was it was so cool because like, I mean, I think like we had each other on Instagram for such a yeah. long time. And so to like, just to watch how much you just like exploded. And I was just so yeah. excited and happy. And like, like you said, I don't think that it was necessarily like intentional at the beginning, but it was like, yeah. you know, it just made me so happy to see someone like you living in joy and <laughs> just like representing who they are and like what their body yeah. looks like, because, you know, we're both from the queer community mm-hmm. and there is so much fat phobia. Yeah that exists and I don't know if you if you resonate with that word or not if For sure. you don't then yeah, yeah. If, no, you're clear. sorry but like <laughs> there you know I think a lot of people who yeah. are body positive are like trying to embrace that word so I should have asked 100%. you first no, but good. like the you know there is just a, it's unfortunate that there there is so much of this like shame and stigma that exists you know mm-hmm. and it's just like so seeing seeing you being putting out there I think is like I'm hope you know I I, I I like to think that there must you must get so many messages of people like reaching out to you and like <sighs> how confident you are and like I don't know has it been like a really positive response like it's it's so largely positive and I would say probably like 80% positive a little bit of a mixed reaction and then like very little negative but like it's the internet so like it's always out there but so much positive reaction and I think a big part of what I bring to the table that's I think different from a lot of fashion creators currently is Mm -hmm. I'm kind of bridging the gap between the people who don't identify as fashionable mm-hmm. and making it easy for them. Totally. So like my audience is like a ton of Midwest straight dads. Yes. Love you straight dads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we keep, keep it coming. The gyms. <laughs> um, so like that's a huge part of my audience. And they're just like, they're so stoked when they're like, oh my God, I never thought I could put my flannel over my hoodie. And like, fashion yeah like, it's like teaching it. them how to wear, like not just wear something, but how to style it. Yeah. And know? I think it's brought so much like, confidence to people especially in the men's space where like body positivity is kind of still new Mm -hmm. and it's still like being developed and the fashion industry is still like catching up to you know the body standards and I think I'm kind of the first like breaking point into someone's fashion journey when they're like oh this person can do it maybe I can do more than a t-shirt and I think that's been really exciting so tons of positive comments and dms of just like I think just opening people's eyes to the possibility Mm -hmm. of being stoked about their body or like, again, neutral about their body is kind of my like goal. (laughs) Totally. So like you're mentioning that, like, you know, that you're getting like the the Midwest dads or Mm -hmm. whatever. So are you like, I guess, are you afraid in any way to like show more of your queerness because there is like more of like a straight following or like, I don't know if that's actually. Yeah, no, it's a super great question. And it's very like. It's a big part of why I don't think I do more than I do as far as in the queer space. Mm -hmm. Um, I do also identify like fully bisexual to this day. Okay, love it. Um, Which is, yeah, that's it just kind of like, I've always just as a person, both like growing up circumstance Mm -hmm. and now circumstance with the internet and my audience, but I've always led with just like myself first and anything else that identifies is kind of like the afterthought. It's Mm -hmm. just like, and this and this and this. So I've never really like fully shouted out loud like 
gay, bi, yeah. like whatever. I've never, I've never came out to really anyone, including okay. my family. I just kind of like, you know, I was like brought up with, I was like bringing a date and then yes. like a dude walks in and they're like, got it. Like that was, yeah, <laughs> that's my exposure point. So um, it's definitely something that I also keep semi private mm-hmm. for that audience. And like, yeah. it is part of my audience doesn't necessarily want that. And not in a way where I'm afraid to express it, but mm-hmm. like I do kind of have an audience for fashion, the body positivity. Yeah. They're maybe not here for like the other things. And that's the same with like, I don't do, I don't know, I paint a lot in my free mm-hmm. time, but that's not totally. something I necessarily like showcase on the internet because this is not really what I'm using my platform for currently. Totally. So a little bit of a, a solid mix of all those pieces. But I think, yeah, a lot of my audience isn't necessarily like, ready to jump into more conversations we're like starting baby steps with like fashion <laughs> but, I, but I also think it's like you know I think as creators I think a lot of the time I think we need to like look at like what we're doing is an onion and I yeah. don't think that you can like give all of yourself totally. all at once and it's like it does it takes time and you need to like you start building your following and like you know you share the outer part of the onion and like you know every year you peel back and mm-hmm. you let them into more and totally you know and, and I, I very much have like done that the same way with with my type of fo- with my following too you know like it was like mine was just fashion and beauty yeah. at the beginning but it's like you know and now we've sort of like fell into this like advocacy sort of piece but Absolutely. Yeah. It's not, I don't, I don't think it necessarily means about hiding. It's like, you know, it's like also like yeah. you're building trust, I think too, like with the people yes. that are following you too. Yeah. So I think when it comes time, it'll be an easy like reveal or like it, it comes up every once in a while. Like it's not necessarily. No. And you do post focus. with your partner yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's not like it doesn't yes. exist. So totally. Yeah. 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 There's like, if you dig it's it's there. Yeah. Absolutely. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's not, not his brother. Yeah. <laughs> roommates yeah (laughs) (laughs) even a lot actually like the other day we were at an event together um we also have like like we work together we're entangled a lot as far as like professional you know the deal how that goes like it all intertwines at some point and um there's like oh like how long have you been working together and we're like two years yeah (laughs) (laughs) is it good enough it's true yeah. but I feel like because you're also like you're both like so passing right yes. so like I, I think just people just 100%. don't assume right yeah it's not necessarily the first thought yes yeah, absolutely <laughs> too cute so okay <laughs> so before before your partner mm-hmm. what like I guess like what has like so you've been together for three years you said right yeah two and a two and a okay. yeah yeah so was this, is your first like major relationship or like have you had other relationships in the past like longer term ones yeah, yeah no I've been like a my last relationship was also like a six year something okay. so like substantial okay there's not been a lot of like really trial and error when it came to dating like yeah. it was very just like the world kind of was like here and go. then it stuck for years okay. so it's been good um there wasn't a ton that way but um, even just like making friendships or like trying to network in like the queer space, I think mm-hmm. is so close to dating. Totally, all the time. <laughs> yes, it's so true. Yeah. So like, there's times where you know making friends is different, and I think a lot of times when you're trying to like approach someone, it's the same rules of dating. Sometimes like they don't. You have to kind of you know fit the standard that they're looking for, and like friendships, especially mm-hmm. in like the queer community. So I think even like my dating has been pretty cut and dry like there's yeah. not too much 
points than all, but I think friendships is, or like networking has been just as much of like yeah. a dating struggle. <laughs> I, I can see that. Did you like, I guess like, so if you were in more longer term relationships, like, do you feel yeah. like you've had the opportunity to like discover, I guess, like what you enjoy sexually mm-hmm. or like, you know, that sort of piece in your life so far? Yeah. So here's another like, we haven't talked about it. Yeah. So much learning. Love this podcast. <laughs> Education Network. Um, I am super like comfortable intimately. Like yes. I'm a cuddler. I'm like a whatever. Um, but that's like, that's like, I could be good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a good cuddle. I'm like, okay, great. That was great. Totally. Good night. Like that's the end. And then like, there was a while where I was kind of self-identifying more asexual. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that necessarily resonates currently to like where it is. Totally. But like somewhere between not super sexual mm-hmm. and definitely more of like an emotional and like different kind of physical connection is like I love it. where it's at. So like exploring that's been kind of easy mm-hmm. because you can do that in so many ways. And totally. I've learned like, you know, what's a no, what's a yeah as far as like my physical comfort level both with like you know friends experiences yes colleagues like it can really bridge that gap for me so I think I've learned a lot that way but there's so many things like sexually and in the sex world that I'm still like so strange to where I'm like I'm I like I'm learning every day I'm like I didn't even know that was a thing so it's kind of one of those I get to learn almost from like a third party perspective Mm -hmm. where I'm like you know I could take notes interested but I'm like I don't need that. Totally. (laughs) So there's been definitely like exploring in different ways and like figuring myself out. But I think like, yeah, as far as like hookup culture, like multiple partners, like I'm definitely fresh and not experienced, but it's not necessarily something I feel like I'm like lacking in. Totally. Like I feel like I got the boxes checked on what. (laughs) And I think, I think that's like a really interesting point because I think that there is a lot of like societal pressure, especially like within like, our, our, you know, umbrella of a community of like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's like, you need to go out there and be a slut, yeah. you know, and like, that doesn't have to be for everyone, you yeah. know, and I, I don't think that that's like, that, you know, that is the one singular path that we all need to take, you know, totally. I, I think like, like, you know, for like you, even for a large portion of like my young, you know, my younger, like, you know, my early 20s and stuff, it's like, I really did go from like relationship to relationship. I wasn't like, I just, that was like what felt safe and what felt mm-hmm. comfortable for me to like figure that out. I think like within, yeah. within that sort of like longer term relationship versus like me hooking up, like hooking up for me, like came later in, in, in my twenties, yeah. you know, when I was going, going through things, you know, that that's sort of like where I experienced it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think it's like, it is. I, I think it's important to like recognize that there is other pathways. And and to your point too, I think going to and being like, oh, like, am I asexual? You know, and like, I guess like, what was what was that conversation like with yourself? Like, you know, how 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 did that come up? I guess. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it was one of those things that like I had to realize that other people were experiencing something that I wasn't. Yes. And there was just so many times of like, not even trying it physically, mm-hmm. but just like trying it like mentally or emotionally like putting myself in that circumstance or like people you know in your young teens everyone's like oh I had this like celebrity crush on this person I'm like it just it just wasn't there so I was like I was clearly missing something that other people were experiencing so I kind of was like what is that gap that I'm like not experiencing so I kind of just had to figure it out that way so it's kind of through like a reverse I guess process like 
it wasn't me trying something and I'm like, ooh, I'm not into this. But it was like, ooh, something's, I'm missing out. Like someone's, yeah, <laughs> everyone else is doing something different. And like, yeah, but I'm sure like, yeah. was there like, so you said like cuddling is a way that like yeah. you know you get intimacy was there other like m- other like moments where like you felt like you were getting that in- intimacy outside of just like cuddling yeah I think even just like I've talked about this too as far as like relationship types and like open relationships yes. and stuff and it's like I'm comfortable with that concept of like an open relationship mm-hmm. and super flexible but my version of an open relationship I think would look like going on first dates yes or like you know like flirting online and then going on like a little walk yeah like those sort of things and then i'd be like wow great i'm done for yeah, <laughs> yeah. i need a cigarette yeah. <laughs> you know? just like lay on the side of the yeah. bed and this, yeah yeah that's 100 percent kind of where that is for me so it is very much like a emotional and romantic kind of like connection totally. base. um more so than it is like an actual physical need i guess yes. and like I think where I draw those like differentiators for myself as far as like asexuality versus kind of where I am currently is Mm -hmm. those experiences are super still like part of a relationship or meeting someone. So it's like there's parts where I absolutely will do it or I'll engage in certain things Mm -hmm. and I'm like, great, nailed it. Or like I can recognize and like, oh, that was hot. Like what would just happen there? That was that was a sexy thing. But it doesn't necessarily feel the way that I think a lot of other people experience mm-hmm. that like feeling so no I, I, I honestly yeah. I feel like I'm learning too as I'm sitting here with you yeah I, you know and and because I think also there is like such like it's like I think a lot of people think that intimacy only comes through sex and I think and with Sarah mm-hmm. the birds of higher we were talking about this yeah. today as well like it's like no like sex is not the only way to get intimacy and mm-hmm. share intimacy like with a partner with someone else like there are so many other like avenues that you yeah. can like do that and like what is like true intimacy versus like just like dopamine yeah. you know and I think like as a society too like if I'm thinking of any tv show I've watched it's always marriage problems because they're not sleeping together yeah. or like Ugh. oh they're in separate beds like I think a lot yeah. of you know tv and culture and all these things are based around like actual just like sexual parameters mm-hmm. and I think there's so many more things that make a relationship or a partnership or any sort of connection like work versus like just sexual problems. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think that's such like the quick, like, that's the first assumption a lot of people make, which is kind of where it's like, 
I think there's so many more things to explore. And I think totally. that's part of like that issue of, you know, connecting those dots between like the sex and then versus something like just like connecting and working and intimacy and like yes. feelings that way. So true. So true. So I guess like, I, you know, a lot of the time, like disclosure is a word that I feel like we like have, I have to use a lot in my life. You know, a lot <laughs> of us have to use in our life a lot. Like, yeah. do you feel the need that you need to like, disclose this about yourself like to your partners like before you start dating them like how have you navigated that it's a big part of it I think too especially when like hook up like when I do have like same sex or different variations of like Mm -hmm. partnerships the kind of vibe is like hookup like that's where it starts and you're like does it work whereas when I have like same or like opposite sex relationships like Mm -hmm. when it's more of a classical romance yes. feeling you can kind of get a few steps further before you're having sex mm-hmm, totally is kind of my so experience true. especially along like the timelines of when I was dating or out or having those experiences yeah. but so I think in terms of like hookup culture it's hard because then it's yeah. like oh you're not into me like you didn't want to hook up first night like that's sort of where totally. the first barrier happens so it yeah. is like one of those things of like hey I would love to meet you but like I'm not really into this thing tonight so like hope it's okay like there is that element of like you know disclosing that part of me for the potential of feelings or Mm -hmm. the potential of what could be just so it's not like seen as a negative in the moment because I think that's the biggest like hurdle I've experienced in that do you feel like you have to like kind of hold everyone's hand like in that situation (laughs) so like even though it's like you're doing it you know, to protect yourself, it's like you then have to like kind of coddle the other person. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Being like, this is okay. Yeah. Your feelings are valid. I like you. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It's like, there's definitely those little, little baby steps you have to take with someone when you're explaining it, especially because it's not everyone's experience and I don't expect it to be, especially because, again, like I'm not necessarily having those feelings, but I know how much other people are. Yeah. So it's like, I really have to kind of like, you know, weave through those expectations and like totally slow baby steps through what it's but it, must, <laughs> what it must get exhausting sometimes no yeah. like I mean I think that must take a lot of yeah. you like especially like when you're single and like yeah. on I don't know if you use dating apps or not but mm-hmm. like I, I can't imagine trying to navigate <laughs> you know well, I can't imagine because I have to like tell people yeah, that I yeah. need to be positive and of I course. have to like you know so it's you know similar disclosure levels of like having to educate people but totally but, you know yeah different, different circumstances <laughs> yeah. absolutely but I think the same level of like you can't just say hey let's go do this thing totally. you have to say like hey here's four things yes now are you interested like yeah. is that level of you like the bypass level first totally <laughs> so true oh, yeah so cool so now like going back a little bit mm-hmm. to like your body positivity and yeah. like getting to this place of like where like was it something that you've always been really comfortable like in your body and your your body's journey or like was there a mo- like a moment that you sort of like fell into not fell into this but like I don't know grew into this sort of like yeah. person like I'm curious about that No, it's definitely recent for sure. And it's a part of this journey I've had almost out of like the necessity to do it. Like I was skinny my whole life. I was quite like thin. I think with this TikTok, I hate bringing up TikTok, but like, have you seen this TikTok? Yeah. Where this like 14 year old boy is like, there is nothing worse in the world than being skinny fat. Like, and then there's a bunch of people with like clearly worse situations being like. Totally. But that was absolutely my life. Like in my head growing up until at least like my late 20s I was like 
there's nothing worse than like having this body. Like that was yeah. the worst. Or like going to gym class and everyone's like muscular or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like skinny awkward. Totally. I was like, this is this is the worst thing that could ever happen. Like it was just so embarrassing to have those feelings mm-hmm. in my head that it was like it stopped me from doing so many things. Yeah. Or like I was also that kid who wore a shirt for the longest time in the pool or like going totally. places. Like it was just not something I was comfortable with, like showing my body in anyway. Um, whereas now it's like out all the time. All the time. Literally all the time. Titties out. A hundred percent. Like, and it really did happen through this like discovery of learning fashion and my body mm-hmm. and just like getting to a point where I'm like, why, why am I spending so much time worrying about it? And it was literally like a day of change where I'm like, I could be worried about my body changing or I could like go do this other thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the moment where I was like, I need to go do the other thing. And it's just from there, I really tried to work on, I think like body neutrality is kind of my firm stance at the moment yeah. where like, you know, I'm not passionate about flossing. I don't yeah. love flossing. I'm not like a <laughs> floss advocate, but I do it. Yeah. And that's kind of how it goes. So I think the same can be true for my body where it's like, mm-hmm. I don't have to love it every single day. I don't have to think totally. it's like, the best thing in the world, which I think is the yeah, perspective like toxic, of toxic joy. hundred you know? percent. Like, and so yeah. it's like, if I can just wake up and be like fine with it. Yeah. That's great. Totally. And that's really what kind of started this whole like journey for me or like showing my body. Cause if someone's like, Oh, I don't like it. It's like that ah, girl, same like yeah. what? And, <laughs> and what? Like it's still getting me, you know, place to place or doing what it needs to do. And like, that's perfectly fine by me. So I think that's Absolutely. kind of what kicked off the whole, experience for me of just like trying to not let it get in the way and now it's going to the other side of like teaching people that like you can gain weight or have a certain body and like totally and it's a journey you (laughs) know it's like it's like not it's like not leading with shame you know it's like just leading I think it's leading with joy I think it's like just leading with the authenticity you know like I don't yeah I don't I don't think there is so much shame that exists in our mm-hmm. society that like tells us that we need to be this like cookie cutter sort of size. And yes. yeah, it's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Like it's, it, we, we need to get away, I think from, from that and just recognize that I think that like we live in a really beautifully di- diverse world, mm-hmm. but like only like a very small percentage was shown to the like mass population for such a long yes. time, even though like, you know, all different body shapes have existed, you know, mm-hmm. depending, even where wherever you travel in the world, like genetically, like people like there is such diversity within it. And and I think it's just I'm so happy to see that, like, finally, we're I'm seeing it so yes. much more represented in like in mainstream medias. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's awesome to see. But but I think it's interesting that it's happening a lot more in women yes. versus men. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I applaud the women's space so much and anyone who's like, female, female identifying, female presenting in like the body positive movement Mm -hmm. because it's so hard, but they're making traction, which is so exciting to see. And like clothing is start, it's bad, yeah, but it's starting to catch up or like, you know, the magazines are catching up and runways are catching up. Like there's little bits and pieces that we're seeing little glimmers of hope of all this work that people put into, um, in like the female space that it's like, it's going and it's exciting. But I think there's so much still that hasn't moved in like the men's space yet but and, i think it's so much worse in the men's space to be honest yeah. like yes like there's still like so much room to grow i don't i don't think yeah, the yeah, women's yeah. space is perfect in any way <laughs> but it's just like i think there is still this like 
like this, I don't know, a binary of like mm-hmm. what a man should look like. Yes. You know, and it's like, oh, it's and just it, brutal. I think it goes, I think where I, I agree. Yes. Yeah. And um, I think in the women's space, they're willing to talk about it and experience yeah. it. And even when it was bad, like in the 90s, we all, we all knew it was bad, but yeah. they were like, you might go along with it, but you're like, that's bad. Totally. totally. <laughs> Whereas no one's doing that really in like the men's space. It's like, hey, this is bad or negative and like no one's talking about it the like binary to be a man of like not talking about your feelings or not talking about your experience or just like not being proud of your body that's just Mm -hmm. like not part of what being a man is supposed to be and so I think there is so much like roadblock right now where it's not progressing because it's just now getting talked about or like Mm -hmm. people are still like not wanting to talk about it as it like progresses so it is such a slower like slower roll for all those kind of reasons like yeah bundled into one and, like, again, there's so many incredible, like, plus-size men's creators who are truly representing, like, the larger scope of plus-size yes. range. But there's, like, maybe six of them on TikTok. And, like, totally. I can name all of them. I can point them. Or, yeah. like, in the fashion space, I'm like, oh, there's that one again. Like, you go. But, like, you can still pinpoint the the 10. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think we need to get to a point where that, like, you know, moves a little bit more. And hopefully more people are, like, joining in on that. I mean, I, it's interesting because, like, I don't know. I'm, like, I don't, I like, I like social media, obviously, mm-hmm. is what I do for work. But I don't really spend, a, like, I don't spend a lot of time <laughs> on social media. But when I do, I'm, like, a bit of a creeper. And I, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like to kind of, like, look and see what everyone's, like, doing, I guess. And uh, it's interesting because I feel like when you started doing your videos, it was interesting how many other people that I'm, I don't know, they're just, like, within my circle or my mm-hmm. sphere started posting more right and start and it was like it made me so happy to see like and I don't know if it's like connected but I feel like it was I was <laughs> like I don't know I feel like you really helped to encourage a lot of people like especially locally I think too to just start like owning who they are and thank you I think it was yeah it was it was it was really really cool yeah I don't know I don't know if I can fact check that but like I'll appreciate it yeah and take I, it. I don't so, know like, there's, a, there's, there's something there I do I think, think it was so. definitely part of like I was at the starting point of it, whether it was me and a couple of people or, but I think it was like a, there's some good traction once I started of, yeah, seeing more people be more comfortable to post or talk about it. So like mm-hmm. thrilled to be in that like little <laughs> space there. I love it. <laughs> now I like, I mean, so with your partner mm-hmm. too, like, did you get a lot of like support? Cause I, you know, I think Darcy's also quite body positive as well. And like, how like, Drake. Drake, sorry. No, oh my God. Good. Ah! Different team. You're good. <laughs> I hope you didn't have an ex named Darcy. No. <laughs> That'd be really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Drake, yeah. did, like, was there a lot of, like, I guess, like, support there? Or there just was, like, a, a comfortability? Like, yeah, I'm, I know, I know you, like, you don't want to talk too much about your relationship. No, but I'm, I, 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 from, like, an outside perspective. Yeah, yeah. I think from, like, a work piece, too, like, there's again different bodies different circumstance but i think there's an immediate like like camaraderie or understanding for the struggle and especially how much more he has to work versus how much more i mm-hmm. have to work to find clothing still totally. and like brand partnerships like i benefit greatly from like a trickle down effect yes because brands will really want to work with him because yes. of his body type and his size yeah. they're like ooh that's different and they don't make clothing for a size. So they're like, do you want Kyle instead? And I'm like, sure, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> like that happens a couple times yeah. where brands are really excited to like showcase their body positivity or like, and they're like, ooh, our extended size range. We're like, that's neither of our sizes actually. But like, 
if you need one of us, like I'm closer to that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so it's tough. But I think there's just kind of an understanding of where we're coming from and what we're doing. And we started content right at the same time, too. Like oh, it was cool. kind I of a, Yeah, I filmed his first TikTok and then he kind of had the first spike and then I had a okay. different spike, different journeys, different sort of like lanes as far as fashion. And, yes. you know, he's more when it comes to like he'll advocate kind of for the bigger body, but it's not necessarily like the same body exposure that I have. Totally. So different lanes of the... Yeah, he's kind of just living his truth, you yeah. know, and that, yeah, yeah. that's representation. But yeah, itself. definitely like a big point of like understanding between the two of us and just like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nice to have like that that, yeah. that type of support, you know, like I, I think even within my own relationship, I think just Tyler being on going on his like transition and his mm -hmm. journey, you know, and like me being on my journey to becoming non-binary and transitioning into non-binary. It's like, you know, there's like a safety in that, you know, that yeah. I, I really appreciated. And I felt like I was really able to like fully show up how I wanted because, you know, yeah. a lot of the time in relationships for me in the past, like I still would like hide parts of myself or like, for sure. I felt like I needed to look a certain way when I was like around my partner and like, yeah, with Tyler, I could just like totally relax, you yeah. know, in that way and not feel that pressure. You know, there's a little so. bit of like a built in empathy cushion yeah. that you have for each other where it's like, it's different, but like, I got it. Totally. <laughs> you can be a little bit more honest about the little like nitty gritty bits that to someone might seem stupid, but like they might get it a little faster. Yeah. So it's nice. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So now with the world of like, you know, social media mm -hmm. and like navigating, so you're putting yourself out there so much. Like, how do you navigate, I think, a lot of the negativity that I think comes with it? Because I, unfortunately, I think now social media has become so opinionated and, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm sure like, yeah, how, how do you, how do you navigate like people telling you like horrible <laughs> things all the time? It's, I think going back a little bit to like talking about those boundaries or like hiding, there's not necessarily things that I'm like, hiding but like because of so much negativity there's things I put in place that I just like won't do yeah and one of those things is like I won't eat on camera yeah. which is so annoying but it's one of the like I'll go to some great food events in Toronto I'll go to these great restaurants that want to take photos and they're like try the food and it's like absolutely not on camera yeah because me taking photos of it is okay me being in the restaurant is okay but as soon as me someone who's like bigger is also eating that's like Everyone on the internet has an opinion about it. Like, they'll be like, what? Like, it's it, like, it, that's the, the times where it's like, I get all the fat comments or like, really? put down the burger, like, go get a go to the gym. And it's like, that's what really starts those like, interesting things. But like, if I don't have me doing it, they're like, oh my God, where's that restaurant? Looks so good. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things that for some reason, as soon as those dots are connected, there's so many strong opinions. Yeah. It's the same with fashion too. Like, I try not to do. Anything that's the, the whole trend and I, I love the people who are creating it and the people who are making this type of content and like here's the re like the best way to wear this shirt or the, yeah. the cool here's the way to do this or like the styling yes and no's. Totally. I just as soon as I put myself in one of those positions where I'm creating like a this is how to do yeah. it, it's not about the fashion anymore, it's about my body. Totally. It's like, well, you're like you should just lose weight instead, or like it's not the shirt styling wrong, like you're just fat. Like that's exactly. what really like triggers those so I do for myself like in content trying to stay like it's not hiding but like neutral about what I'm saying like I yeah. just want to vibe I just want to put on an outfit and if people like it sick totally. <laughs> so like I stay in that lane um negativity comes either way and I just like 
part of me, depending on how late you comment, <laughs> will get like a little snippy. Yeah. But then like delete it, block it. Like it's out of my system. Like I've wrote a note to no one and then like threw it out. Fair. But like I'm an avid blocker. My block list is long. Same. It's like not a concern to me. I'm just like, boop, gone. Um, but it is, it's hard to just like put yourself in negativity. But I think at this point too, like I know when an ad gets pushed behind my stuff for someone like an yeah. outside thing. I'm like, oh, totally. I just like, I know it's going bad. So I just don't even look at it. Yeah. I'll like turn off that notification. I'll let it live on the internet because it serves a purpose to someone. But yeah. Whether it's like work or someone's going to like still love it either way. But like those ones that I just like avoid because I know what comes back is such like a thing. You go and read the comments. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. It's hard because, and then, like, this is just like a nitpicky thing, but they all lump together now. So, yes. like, you'll see like comments and then it'll just like show you them. Yeah. So, if I see it, I see it. But there is, there's so much love and positivity in it that it's, it's annoying sometimes to ignore. But yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to not dive into those. Totally. So, if I, it's small, like, I have stuff that gets like 10 comments. So, of course, I'll read yeah. them and I'll be like, thanks. But, totally. like, yeah. It's hard. I struggle to say, like, I want to, like, celebrate the people that took the time to write something nice. But then, yeah. like, you have to go through, like, all of the bullshit, too. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. You can't I, unsee it. No. So it's just rather not see it in the first place. I know. It's tough. <laughs> like, is there something that you, like, practice mm-hmm. in, like, in your life to, like, I guess, like, not take that on? Like, because I think it can be, yeah. like, very mentally heavy. It is. Um... And not so much, but I think, like, my approach right now is, like, I am doing something that not a lot of people are doing. Mm-hmm. And if this is someone's first exposure point to it and they, like, need to comment about it, great. Yeah. That's the same as me putting it on the internet in a, in some sort of twisted way. Like, whether that comes back to them as something that they're going to sit and reflect on at home or they're, like, it's in their mind somewhere. It's a starting point to something. Totally. So I'm, like, I don't know. They put it out there for a reason. They needed it. They needed to get that out. No, that's it's, a, it's a good perspective. So it's one of those. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any good like. I don't know mantras or point of view about it, but the negativity is going to happen, so I just kind of like let it happen, and then not. I also don't react to it. Yeah, because that just like makes more or totally. people are entertained You're, like, with it. Energy into yeah, it. so I just kind of let it go and not let it like super impact my life. No. So that's good. That's yeah, good. no word was no wisdom that's on okay. that one. No, I mean, like, I feel like we're all on our own journey. I, I have to admit, like, this year has probably been the hardest year for me. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm I'm I feel like I'm struggling this year to really yeah. navigate it. And it's like, you know, it's just been like I feel like every now it's like every time I do some sort of like partnership that's like pushed in any way, it's just like. Yeah. It's just batshit crazy. 100%. Like that I'm and I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, oh God. Yeah. I it makes you like, you know, it's like there's been days where I'm like questioning, I'm like, is this what I want to do? Like, can I deal with that? And I think, you know, when people like are like, oh, content creators, like they have it so easy, like it's such an easy job. It's like, okay, no, yeah. like you also don't realize like all the other bullshit that comes with it that yeah. is like very mentally taxing, you know, too, right? Of just people think that you are just an open, you know, it's like, it's like people, I feel like people treat you oftentimes like you don't have feelings or emotions Mm -hmm. and that you, they can just say whatever they want. And it's like, no, like we're also like people that have hearts and souls and feel things, you know, and it's, it's really sad. I think one of the big things too, and I can see it in a lot of comments because they almost comment like it's someone else's stuff. Yes. Like they're like, this person is so blah, blah, blah. Totally. And I'm like, 
me like yeah. this person is me like i'm yeah what exactly. do you mean this person like who are we talking so it almost just feels like i think there's so many people who don't understand social media enough which is kind of why i can let it yes. go a little bit where i'm like they don't really see it as a person and totally. so like i can't take like i think if they see me on the street it'd be such a different interaction. Yes. But when I'm just like another video on another platform, they don't know no. if it's an ad or they don't know if it's a person totally. or like a thing. So like I can understand at least or like rationalize for myself of yeah. like this truly like is not about like me. Me is just about like the content on their phone. Totally. And like, you know, it's the same as if I get the same food ad six yes. times in a row. I'm like, I'm never shopping at that grocery store again. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's, so. that's a good point. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So just to wrap up, yeah. where where can people find you? You know, where, where are they going to see your content? Please let them know. Yeah. Um, right now, I guess like mostly on Instagram, TikTok. Um, all my stuff is like Kyle from Insta is my main one. Yes. Kyle from TikTok. Kyle from YouTube, Kyle from whatever else. Good you can plug in that. Thank you. <laughs> I really race to those handles. So if you're on a website and you're like, I wonder if Kyle's on this platform, try it. Definitely. Kyle you from are the Kyle. Are. Uh-huh. <laughs> so check me out there. That's my main, that's my main stuff. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your, your openness today. And I feel like I learned so much about you. So this was absolutely amazing. You are a gem of a human. So thank you for your time. Of course. Thanks for doing what you're doing. I love this little, <laughs> love this little coach and conversation. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.